Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Sunday, August 15th, 2021, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Of course, Brian and Rod will be with us. I don't know. We were just doing the live show. They both got up. I'm not sure where they went, but uh, of course, we're, I was ready to do the show. So uh, they'll be back in a moment. We'll switch back over to our normal screen. But of course, uh, we're live every day at this time. No excuses, just free picks. So... Uh, of course, uh, like I said, Brian and Rod will be here shortly. Not sure where they went, but I guess they're back now. So we could flip the screen, get them back here. Anyways, no idea where you guys went, but anyways. Taking a leak. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> My thing was on you. Sorry. Anyways. I, I was like, go to grab another quick coffee. Yep, did not hear you. But anyways, yeah. um, oh, we're all here now. So uh, give everyone a few minutes. Of course, we had NFL football Sunday or uh, Saturday. It was great having the games. I'm normally not a preseason guy. I don't know why this season I kind of really got focused and in on it um, yesterday. First, I, I generally, um, I think the last couple of years they've played more starters, I guess, because there's fewer games. More starters have played. Also, it's like the rosters aren't as big as they used to be for preseason, so not as much really, really low-quality play. I think the second half of these preseason games is better than these alternate football leagues that you see, right? It's like the XFL or the summer leagues and all that other stuff that they've tried. It seems that these backups you know, in the second half are still better than that, except for a few of them, and we'll talk about those guys on the show um, in just a couple of minutes, but thought that uh for me um i thought we saw some quarterbacks that um certainly either they're not ready or they don't have it and then we also saw some got some teams that might be a little bit better than we thought they were um possibly we saw some things that we thought we would see and then we saw some things that we didn't think we'd see so i think for me the first one was justin fields and i thought that he played a lot better than i thought he would be he certainly looked a lot more NFL ready than I thought he would be. But at the same time, um, he played against the backups of backups. So it's tough to say if he's ready. But I would say compared to the what the Bears have seen at quarterback in the last 10 years, he's way better than anyone they've had. At least he looked better. He's He has the size, you know, when you see him up against the NFL players. Sometimes you see these guys in college, and they look big, and then you see them at the NFL level, and they look really small. Justin Fields actually looked a little bigger, you know, at the NFL level, at quarterback. And um, we saw, you know, he was he was super effective. He, he had a run that was really, really good. And um, it was one of those runs that, you know, I don't know if it works against the starters, but it worked against the backups, you know. So... You don't want your quarterback running too much, but I thought he was really good. Brian, what did you think of Justin Fields? I thought about adding him to my uh, possible fantasy football draft list because I think he might, you know, be a starter by the end of the season. Uh, I was impressed by with the Fields. by the second third I know, game. I, hey, well, I, I just he has that it factor. You no, 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 no. Like, He's uh, going to be a starter right out of the gate, man. He, well, I, I don't see that second week. He's, season. They don't have anything better than him. 
and not well, even Nick close. Nick Foles is an experienced though. And it's experienced at, at being terrible. And and uh, he has oh, the he Super, Bowl. Super Bowl. He has the Super Bowl win. But outside of that, the rest of his career has been a bust. And any football he's played outside of Philadelphia, he has been terrible, including last year with the Bears. And Andy Dalton looks shot. Absolutely shot. He got zero done against the Dolphins. On the other side of it, Tua, he looks like everything that I said he was going to be. You see him throwing the ball down the field, zipping it down there. It was like a different guy. It was like, uh-oh. Dalton looked shot last year when he was playing with uh, Dallas. He looked awful, awful last year. He should have He should have packed it in. Andy him. Dalton looked terrible yesterday. He was hideous. Oh, he, well, yeah, because he's not going to prove. He looked awful. He was hideous. I, I remember his first pass last year. It, was, it looked like a wobbly duck. It was like, what is that? Yeah, know. but I don't think you just throw the rookie out there right away, but. Why not? He gives you your best chance to win. He gives you your best chance to win. Yeah, he gives you your best chance to win. Well, anyway, I like him, and I'm going to try to draft him late in my fancy get a steal. So the other rookie that I talked about um, a lot, you know, was Michael Carter, and he played a good amount for the Jets with in the first half, like with the first team and, and things like that. And he was certainly had the stuff. It looked like he's going to share time at least for the at least in for the short term. But I could see him becoming the starter there because I thought he was the best back that they had on the field. He also was returning punts, which is odd. But so be it. I, I was surprised I made the Jaguars look. I thought they were going to play better. Yep. Oh, I thought it was the Browns look good too. So it's, it is a little both in that one. Um, I think that um, Trey Lance was every bit as bad as we thought he was going to be. He was probably the the worst of all the quarterbacks that we saw yesterday. Him and Jordan Love, probably a coin flip as to who was the worst. Um, was I think worst Lance was probably, well, Lance was <laughs> terrible, man. He just stinks. I mean, it was a horrible. for the worst yesterday. It was a horrible <laughs> draft pick at the time. We hated it. Matter of fact, I got a death threat, right, from someone because they said I know nothing. I never played or whatever. I played probably as much as, you know, they do high school football I played and it's like who cares if you played or not what does that have to do with anything and it's at the same time um how many guys have who won the Hilton NFL contest in you know in the last 50 years since they started now it's the Westgate contest how many guys are ex-NFL players or ex-college football players I'm gonna guess less than five percent or guys that have put together, you know, documented winning handicapping seasons in the NFL over the last 50 years. How many of those guys played college or NFL football? I'm going to guess less than 5%. So it has nothing to do with anything, but Trey Lance is terrible, man. Nobody blocked it. Oh, God, here comes the apologists, you know. No, he stinks. 5 of 14, right? Worse than that, maybe even. Was he worse than that? He was terrible. Terrible. I don't understand how you could even justify it and say like that he has a shot of being an NFL player. I mean, he stinks. Terrible, man. He had the one big pass. That was it. He had one big pass. 5 of 14 for 128 yards. 80 of it was on one play. Right? 
One, one play. Yep. Yeah. He stinks. He stinks. Yeah, I, I've watched a million snaps of football, and I'll tell you one thing. This guy stinks. And the other guy, I said the same thing about Trubisky when it was like when the Bears said, oh, my God, he's so good. It's like, this guy stinks. It's like, you ever watched him in college? He's terrible there. It's like, and Goff. I mean, Goff. When he was, they traded, you know, his first overall pick, Jared Goff. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. Jordan Love, I I never liked that pick by the Packers. They needed a wide receiver, a linebacker. They would have been way better served, you know, than than this guy. This guy. I mean, he sat on the bench for an entire year behind Aaron Rodgers, and that's what you got? That's what you got? They coddled you for an entire year? It wasn't like he wasn't on the team or anything. It's it's not like it's not like he wasn't on the team and practicing with them all year, right? It wasn't like he was just you know in, out injured with a broken leg and 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 didn't get to practice and, and play and none of that stuff. No, he was practicing with them every single week. But man, on the field, he looked like a guy that played at like a a lower level college team against NFL players. That's what he looked like. Terrible. Can you imagine, like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, and it's like you need help, man, desperately, like a wide receiver, or linebacker, something, you know? They spend a first-round draft choice on this guy. He makes it onto the field, and that's what you see. But, uh, I think the Giants also clearly have a problem here, right, with their first-round draft choice out of Florida. Kadarius Tony didn't play in the game. <laughs> it's like, apparently didn't even make it to the field. Not giving... I think the Giants have more than one problem. They're not saying why. No, this could be deeper than that. This could be beyond that. This could be something that, you know, when they won't say a peep about it, usually they'll say for disciplinary reasons, you know, or something like that. But this, they won't even say anything. So there's usually a really bad story. I'm not a Lance hater. I, 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 I'm indifferent. I think that he was. I think he's. I think he was overrated being taken in that spot. I think there was better options available, and I think there was better options available they could have gotten in the fifth round than him. It's like it was a huge reach. It was a gigantic reach, and what we saw yesterday. Who I mean, so Justin Fields went. Um, Justin Fields went, what, 12 spots behind him? So, who looked more NFL-ready? Was it even close? Fields was, would look more NFL-ready than Lance, that's for sure. I'll tell you what's stale is whiners in the comments. That's so stale, man. It's so tiring and boring. So pathetic, man. 
Justin Pomeroy. What a uh, pathetic. Back and check it. What a pathetic person this is. Really sad. You want to read? You read his comment about how stale the show is. Why are you watching, man? Must be doing something, right? No, I I (laughs) don't care, man. It recorded, and uh, people trying to uh, get him the hell out of here. I had never seen that name before, ever. No, me neither. Joke. Anyways, let's get to today's football game, Panthers and the Colts. Brian, any opinion here? Yeah, this is a a real tough one here. (laughs) For me, I think uh, what you could do in this game uh, is bet the money line Colts and then take the plus three with the Panthers also. I think it's going to fall somewhere in between there. I think the Colts win this game. Uh, I think they have a better quarterback rotation. I was a big Walker fan when he played in the XFL, but he hasn't really really done much in the NFL when he's gotten a shot. So I think the Panthers are going to struggle at the quarterback position today. Not a big Will Greer fan either. How about you, Rod? I'm going the other way. I'll take uh, the Carolina Panthers in this one. Um, Walker isn't as bad. He's had he's played he plays strong in the preseason. That's what he does. And and yes, he had a great XFL season. So this is this is perfect for him right here. Preseason is just like the XFL. You play a bunch of third stringers. He'll be able to move the ball and score on third stringers. Uh, I'll take the Panthers in this one. <laughs> I definitely don't trust uh, the Colts. <clears throat> Yeah, we got we got Ellinger. We got two rookies that have never played any NFL. So, well, the Colts have a pretty strong roster. They finished eleven and five last season, and you know how many of those how many of those guys are actually going to play? Oh, they have a pretty deep <laughs> roster. How many of those guys are even back with the team? The Colts are known for guiding Philip Rivers, isn't? Needless uh, Carson yep. Wentz. Um, uh, and I think I think the Panthers are deeper on defense as well. So I'll take the. Well, th- here's the thing that we have to remember about the Panthers is that Matt Rule, the coach of the Panthers, was the coach at Baylor, and he's the king of the close game. You know, he's the king of the close game. You look at the Panthers games last year; five games decided are five. They were, they only had five wins. Five of their losses were by five points or less. Five points or less, yeah. And and um, the thing is, is that at Baylor. That year that he had the big year and they were undefeated late in the season. Remember they beat Oklahoma in the regular season. Um, maybe they lost Oklahoma late in the regular season, but it was a tight game they covered for sure. But we won, right? And the thing is, is that he he all those games, even the wins, were all tight games. You know, very very close. So you don't want to be giving this guy too many points. That's the bottom line here. You just don't. And uh, as we say, you know. The garbage time will get you. Get you in the garbage. So I'm going to go with the Panthers, too. No premium pick for me on this one. Um, the only premium pick that I really left on the table was that Texans yesterday. I gave it as a freebie, but um really liked them there against Jordan Love. And, uh, well, live and learn, right? Was it 26 to 3 or something? Slaughtered him. Yeah, that was the only thing I was good at yesterday. My free picks were eight now. So hopefully that translates into premium. 
Boy, what do you have today in the premium? I got an MLB three pack. I got no no NFL today. I got my executive info three pack. My three best bets today. Uh, yesterday one and two, but like I said, the free picks were hitting. So hopefully things are starting to change course here. I like today's card, especially to baseball. Absolutely love them. So check it out at BigDogs.com premium picks. And for me, I've got uh, Sunday Offshore five pack. Uh, yeah, four MLB I love and one preseason NFL. Super excited about these five bets. Perfect opportunity to end your weekend a massive winner. What's it called? Sunday what? Sunday offshore five pack. Offshore. What's what's happening offshore? Oh, Rod lives offshore. I live In offshore. Canada, we're we're kind of offshore up here. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I got it. MLB three pack. But remember, if you can't, if you don't catch the whole live show, if you ever miss it any day, or if you want to, if you don't have time to listen to it, you can always catch this on iTunes, Spotify, and any of those other podcast networks. It's called Picks from the Doghouse. Also doing my dog of the day on TikTok. We're on a small heater over there, so be sure to check out my dog of the day on our TikTok channel, also called Pick Dogs. Um, yesterday's dog of the day was the Bengals. So I nailed it. Had the uh, had the uh, Reds the day before that against Wheeler. So last two nice winners. I was surprised that the Bengals won outright. I thought that was too many points, but I didn't see an outright win coming. Well, Romanelli was pretty confident there, so it was a good sign. Oh, it's the other team. Anyways. Yeah, I had a big day yesterday in my, in my bankroll. Not a huge day in the premium, but a good day, but not huge. But my bankroll had a really big day because that Texans and um, that Bengals money line was big. Anyways, my baseball picks that I bet on yesterday, I was looking at this. I went three and three. All three I lost were, you know, even money losers, and the, all the winners were plus money. It's like, that's how you draw it up on the Telestrator right there. It was just, it was straight money. It was awesome. Anyways, we've got Major League Baseball going on. 15-game card. Let's get to it in a hurry. Got the Pirates and the Brew Crew. The Washington Nationals and the Atlanta Braves, I think. thought everyone on the Braves was going to hit a home run yesterday. Not everybody did. They scored a lot of runs, and I think they left a few on the table there. But I picked, um, my premium pick was everybody on the Atlanta Braves, including the water boy and manager, would hit home runs. (laughs) Got quite a few. Yeah, they had, and they had a lot of other chances, too. It's like, it, 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 they got off to a slow start, and then all of a sudden you could see like that bead of sweat coming down Corbin's face, and it was like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the Phillies and the Reds and the Tigers and the Indians, the Red Sox and the Orioles. Rod, which of these big five do you like? Well, out of these ones here, uh, I like Boston to uh, kick the snot out of Baltimore again. Um, they're still rounding the bases. Uh, embarrassing. On them. Then, you know, got, like embarrassing. Now we, now, now we got Keegan Aiken up. 
uh, up to try to pitch against these uh, Red Sox. That's not going to be uh, turn out any any better than what we seen yesterday. So uh, I think Boston minus the three and a half. Um, I think they easily win by four again and blow up Baltimore. I'll take that one. And then the other one, I like the uh, over in Cleveland and Detroit. You got Tristan McKenzie on the on the mound. You know he loves to give up runs. And then Drew Hutchinson uh, making a start for Detroit. Uh, I see. I remember him in uh, his Toronto days, and he wasn't that bad, but uh, he still loves to give up the runs as well. So I'll, I'll take the over in the Indians in Detroit. Brian? Yeah, for me, yeah, it wasn't easy. Minus three and a half yesterday for Boston. I think you could do that again, like Rod said. Uh, but the two games I have circled here, I think the Phillies take out the Cincinnati Reds here. The juice is a little bit, it's getting up there. But Aaron Nola, uh, I would go with him over Sony Gray any day of the week. I think the Phillies continue their momentum. And then I kind of like the Washington Nationals after getting their butts beat yesterday. It seems like uh, everybody and their mom is hopping up on Atlanta here. Uh, I'll take a chance for Espino. He's been the Nationals' best pitcher, which isn't saying much. But uh, uh, Drew Smiley isn't uh, afraid to have a bad game, bad start, that's for sure. So I'll go Nationals and Phillies here. I'm on the other side of that one. I like I like the Braves in a big way again. I gave them out minus two and a half in the premium yesterday, and I I like them big again. I did not give them as a premium, but um, I'm a little less confident in Drew Smiley. But they are in an exact they're an ex, it's not a virtual tie. They are in an exact tie with the Phillies for first place, and uh, they have been absolutely rolling eight and two in their last ten um, to get there. But 61 and 56, the Phillies also 61 and 56. This is, every game is a playoff game, you know, at this, at this point. And losing to the Washington Nationals 50 and 67. Losers of six in a row, one and nine in their last 10, 21 and 35 on the road. Simply not an option. Um, simply not an option. So. This game actually is is in Washington. So I, I stated the road record, but their home record not much better here, twenty nine and thirty two. So a losing home record. Um, like I said, one and nine in their last ten. Negative fifty six run differential this season. The Braves, the only team in the National League with a positive run differential, plus seventy one runs on the season. They also have scored five hundred sixty nine runs this season, which is easily the most in that division, even though the Phillies paid like through the nose for their bats. Um, the Braves just outscoring them by a mile and a half. Um, yeah, I do not see that one, Brian. Going to have to strong, I mean, well, strongly oh, wait, wait. disagree. <laughs> we see tons of bets coming in Atlanta and the line's just going the other well, way a little it, bit. So. You, uh-huh. you, every time you say, I would say, every, I would but say, I would say when you use that as your reasoning, I'm going to say this no, again just, for about I mean, the thousandth time on the show. When, when you use that as your reasoning, you're about 8%. Well, look at the Brewers Pirates yesterday. Who expected the Pirates to put up 14 on the Brewers yesterday? Uh, well, that's, and, and, you know, and, you know, and what, what are the odds of that happening, though? You, know, it, you think they're going to come out and Does do it? Does this get out of town day for the Braves or get back to Atlanta after this one? Well, I mean, it's, it's Sunday, so it's always the end of the series. Well, yeah, I know it's the end of the series. Are they headed home or are they headed to another road destination? I think they're headed home. 
Oh, it's, I like the Nationals. In this it's one. just it's a, it's a stone's throw, you know. It's not like it's uh, it's not like they're they're going to China. It is basically. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't you know, join the world here on Atlanta. They're going to Miami. That's that's they're going. They're going. They're going to Miami. Day game. They have a night game in Miami tomorrow. That's not fair. Night game in Miami. So they're 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 still on the road. The Nationals. You take a, would you take them on the money line, or are you going to lay the? Oh, that's right. You said the minus two and a half. Yeah, again. The Braves. Yeah, they're going. Jesus. They're, they're, the All Braves right. are hitting the cover <laughs> off the ball. They are the only team in that division that's hitting. They're the only team in that division. Everybody else has a negative run differential, except for the Atlanta Braves, and it's not even close. The Braves have a, a seventy-one run differential, the closest. To that, the Phillies and the Mets are both minus 15. The Nationals minus 56. This is how bad that division is, okay, as far as run differential. The Marlins, who are in last place in that division, are minus 12. They have a better run differential than the Phillies and the Mets. Take a look at the run line in there for the Braves. I mean, plus 100 to bet the minus one and a half. Well, I don't, that's why you got to go minus that's two and a half. same thing we talked about the Rockies the other day. That's why you got to go minus two and a half. I think I might a one run. Might, and the over. The run line's the way to with go. With the over. Parlay it with the over. Little same game parlay action. <laughs> Nash's mind line and the plus one and a half. Cover my bases. We're going to have to check your coffee for... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to check it. All right. Since we're all in agreement on that one. Rod's got Rod's got no opinion, meaning he's got a premium on that one. Anyways, uh, <laughs> usually when someone's that quiet about something, probably got a premium. Probably probably got a big number in there somewhere. <laughs> Rod's Ravens are are eighteen and zero now in the preseason. Eighteen and zero now. Raven Rod. <laughs> that bandwagon. Rod's. Rod's riding that bandwagon right into the first week of September. <laughs> and then the, everyone off the train. <laughs> oh, regular season opener? Sorry, guys. I got to go. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the Chiefs week one. Rod's a Chiefs guy. Rod's got the, Rod's got the Chiefs, Packers, and Steelers week one. <laughs> Not the Steelers. Ugh. Chiefs, Packers, Steelers. Cowboys. No Steelers. No Cowboys. Yeah. Brian had the Cowboys this week. Yeah, I had the Cowboys. I mean, they were winning. And I gave up two field goals. <laughs> they didn't catch. I don't know who kicks a field goal to tie a game at the end of preseason, but whatever. You you find me that book that's going to pay you out when you're winning, when you got the lead. Yeah. <laughs> well, over the years, not many teams kick a field goal that late in the preseason game to tie it. Most teams go for the W. They must have been watching the show. They're like, "Oh, Hitler's on us. We we we, we got to kick the field goal." There's no overtime in preseason. <laughs> no OT. No overtime. So it's like uh, you got to give the kicker some work in preseason too. They played. They played it just like if it was a regular season, and then don't put words in Rod's mouth again. Mister Walker says this. Don't put words in Rod's. Oh yeah, I'll put Rod down for the Ravens money line next week. How's that sound? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put him down for the money line Ravens. But anyways, Marlins and the Cubs. Marlins the best at not naming a starting pitcher until well, <laughs> the 
if at all. Then you have the White Sox and the Yankees going back at it. We had a dogfight on this one on the uh, premium VIP show. Got the Royals <laughs> and the Cardinals going at it. Two bad pitchers. Um, two, well, the Cardinals now four games over 500. Actually in the race all of a sudden, you know. It's like that's what playing the Royals will do for you. Get you right back into the uh, wild card race as the Cardinals are now four and a half back. Um, it is a log jam there, but the Mets are the team that's in, are in the straight regression down to five and a half back. So the, this is the way the wild card looks in the National League. It's the Dodgers and the Padres, but the Padres just two and a half over the Reds, four over the Phillies, four over the Braves. So they count all those teams in there, the Braves and the Phillies, because they're tied for first. So one of them's got to be there. So it's really only three teams that the cards need to jump at this point, and they'll probably get some head-to-head action with the Reds, who they've traditionally done really well against. And you could pretty much count on the Phillies to collapse, right? So I like, you know, Cardinals or Reds, probably one of those two teams has a reasonable shot here to make the postseason. I think the Padres, Benito Santiago. Um, anyways, go back to uh, these games. It's, so it's the Cubs and the Marlins, the White Sox and the Yankees, the Royals and the Cardinals, the Twins and the Rays, the A's. And the Rangers, the Rangers uh, screwing up a lot of people's parlays yesterday. Again, eh? Busting up the parlay. (laughs) Busting that crap up, man. Busted up that parlay. Five pick. Brian, who do you like in this segment? Uh, I'm going to go a little square here. I think the... (laughs) I think the Tampa Bay Rays uh, take out a beating on Minnesota after yesterday. The Twins get that that nice W. I'd lay the run line with with Tampa Bay here to get back on track. And then I think the Chicago White Sox beat the Yankees by a run. So you either want to lay that big juice with the White Sox or take the plus one and a half of the Yankees. I think it's about minus one twenty. Like the these overs teams have been the overs close. Have been really good <laughs> in <this> series. <laughs> <laughs> these teams, these games have been pretty close as of late, and uh, super exciting. So I, I really think the plus one and a half is the way to go with the Yankees. So that's my pick. Plus one and a half Yankees and the Rays minus one and a half. It's really not a bad play because the I think all five games between these two teams, yesterday was a two-run game. I think there was one in New York when I think it was Cole shut them down, and that was a two-run game like yesterday, and all the rest were one-run games. They've all been super tight. But they've all been... You know, very, very tight games. Rod, any of these? Yeah, for me, out of those ones, um, I, I, I'm going to take uh, J.A. Happ and the Cardinals here. Uh, I'm going to take him on the run line to beat up on the Royals. Happ's, Happ played with the Jays. He knows the Royals. He's seen them a few times. Uh, he's been around the park. And, and Happ's not, hasn't, his last two starts have not been awful, awful. Uh, maybe American League pitcher in the na- in, in in the National League so can do a little better, um, but I'm going to take the Cardinals here on the run line to uh, beat up on Bubik and the Royals, who have do not look good going in the wrong direction. And uh, Rays Rays didn't look good yesterday either, so I'll take a shot here with the Twins, uh, who have been playing not bad baseball lately. Uh, I'm taking a nice plus money shot here with. Uh, the twins to beat up the beat the rays again twins 
Small business owners use Melio to send and receive. Melio. Just leave this up. All right. I don't know, man. I don't love most of these games in this slot. I wish I knew who the Marlins starter was, but they are minus 150, at least the early line here. So I like the Marlins. Um, no reason not to bet them. The Cubs have given up. They've absolutely just given up. I think the other games, I think that Cardinals-Royals is a coin flip game. The Cardinals are playing a lot better baseball, but betting on Jay Happ just isn't in my repertoire. Not to be, sure you could do that. Not to be counted on. written all of it. Not to be counted on. And Bubic is... See, I thought it was Bubic, but Romanelli called it Bubic, and I have to guess that he's right because he definitely pays attention to these things. But he's pitched... He's the way better option here. You know, way better. It's not even close. Um, Jay Happ is is just horrible. He's gasoline on the fire. Lighter fluid. Your your birthday's in October, right? Yeah, why? I was thinking I was sending you a Jay Happ jersey. I'm, I'm in football season. Usually my birthday is like game one of the World Series or game two of the World Series. It's always well, get you a nice Notre Dame My birthday is always during the World Series. But this year I think my birthday's on a Sunday. <laughs> this year I think my birthday's on a Sunday. NFL Sunday. So. You always gotta send your boss a gift on his birthday. No, you don't. So. I'm I'm just I'm just some guy with a website. Um what do we got? Anyways, go to the last set of games. We got the Giants and the Rockies, the Angels and the Astros. So the Angels have a weird situation here. They play this game, right? And it's got the West Coast 1 o'clock start, so really 4 o'clock Eastern time. The game probably ends at like 8 o'clock at night, right? They have a makeup game tomorrow in New York against the Yankees. One game, you know, they play in New York and then they go to Detroit. So this could be a great fade for the days off of this bad scheduling for the Angels. So something to pay attention to here, right, is that they have they have that game in New York tomorrow, just a makeup game, one gamer, and then they go. It's not, and then they go to Detroit. So it's like it's a mess, is what you got there. You got a team traveling through through time zones and and um, you know late flights and you know it's not like the game that it's normally when they do the makeup game at least and then the team has to go after the next day kind of like what they did with the Reds and Indians last week they'll make it like a day game you know just like a random you know one o'clock Eastern time start or something which is nice right which we all like who doesn't like you know daytime weekday sports right but. For the Angels, they gave them that late one. Maybe it's because the travel difference and the time. Yeah, I think you look to fade the Angels next two days after today. Yep. I think you do. Um, I don't know. So uh, we got the Giants and the Rockies, the Angels and the Astros, the Diamondbacks and the Padres. We got the Mariners and the Blue Jays and the Mutts and the 
Dodgers. I thought the Dodgers, even though they got the win yesterday, didn't look all that great against, you know, against the Mets. And today's Max Scherzer against Carrasco, who's been terrible. So if you're like a true contrarian better, which I know someone that is, that's your that's your that's your dream has just occurred. And it's on Sunday night baseball. You want to fade the public. You want to fade the squares. You want to be the step up smarter than everybody else. Guy. Well, Carlos Carlos goes to the bump at 7.08 Eastern time on ESPN. So, for me, um, I like the way McCullers has been pitching. Detmers, I think, has good stuff. I think he's in that category. We have... So now we're starting to put together a good core of young pitchers to bet on in the future. Kind of like racehorses, right? You know, you kind of you bet on their parents, and then you kind of see them come up, and then you're kind of like, all right, you know, another, this guy is going to be, he's just a little green here, you know, he's going to probably be better in his next few races, kind of type things. I think Reed Detmers is that guy for us here in, in this segment. We see him. We're starting to see, we're just like Tristan McKenzie, right? He pitched really poorly for the bulk of the time that we saw him. And then recently, he has kind of a confidence now. Instead of being this, you know, looks lost, like deer in the headlights out there. He looks somewhat confident out there, at least. Um, but Lance McCullers Jr. Is, has been sharp. John Gray's been pretty good for the Rockies, too, you know? John Gray, you know, here's the thing about John Gray. Okay, if you look at his numbers, and we don't look at win-loss, right? But you look at the ERA, the 3.92 ERA. The guy pitches half his games in Colorado. He's got a 3.98. It's basically he's got a 2.9, you know? Because they always say it's a full-run differential, at least, right? Pitching half your game of course. Even last time he pitched at course, 3-2 loss to the Cubs. Six six innings, eight hits, three runs, all earned, no home runs. Six strikeouts, one walk. This is the best we've seen Gray, you know, this year. This is the best we've seen of John Gray. He's re- he's a reasonable pitcher. He's good. He's always thrown hard. Okay, Brian, you humping up on stamina here? You got all you got this. This is like the Bittler starting rotation. This is yeah. my dream slot, right? Yeah, this here. is I mean, this is your dream slot. You got versus sharks. Right it's like there. the the law firm of De- <laughs> Detmer, Stammen, Mats, and Carrasco. <laughs> I mean, this entire this entire late board is something I really love. So right, well, I'm going to take the Colorado Rockies plus one and a half here. I think the Giants win this game by a run. I think it's uh, going to be a close game. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Rockies won it, but I'll take that run and a half. Uh, I like the Arizona Diamondbacks with Zach Gallon on the mound. I'm just going to play that straight money line. Padres seem like a bunch of chokers. I think they're overpriced here on the road. Well, they're injured. And, they're yeah. injured. Their best player, their best player is out, and half their pitching staff is out. <laughs> More than half their pitching staff is out. I so think the Diamondbacks. They're not choke. They're not chokers. They're just. Oh well, it, it's I mean, kind of should win the game. If you don't win the game in your favor, it's kind of like if the Niners decide to start Trey Lance game one. You know, it's like. I mean, are you really giving yourself a realistic chance to win? No. And then the last game, I like the New York Mets plus the one and a half here. I think it's a one-run game either way. Uh, I don't like Carrasco. What's the price on that? Because Carrasco is only plus 150. Uh, last I looked, it was around minus 115 and minus 120. Let me it's look. It's too good to be true. It is minus 110. Wow. So too good. They're, they're, 
<laughs> Too good to be true. There's no juice here to lay the Dodgers at a run and a half. Yeah, I'm no. Sure everybody and their mom's no. going to be humping up on the Dodgers on Monday, um, Sunday night baseball. I actually don't hate the pick. How about, um, what's the plus two and a half? That's... Nah, no, I don't. <laughs> I actually so I like the Mets plus the one and a half. Colorado plus the one and a half. I actually don't hate that one because I could see everyone humping up on Scherzer. I could see it, you know. What's the money action look like in that one from our lousy, unreliable source? Let's see. <laughs> the unreliable source tells us that. Um, yeah, well, that's just common sense would tell you that people would be all over the Dodgers with Scherzer. Yeah, I, I mean, sense. you know. Oh, yeah. 90% of the bets in this really ridiculously small sample that we have no idea where it comes from, 90% of the bets and 94% of the money on the run line are on the Dodgers. And 84% of the of the straight bets and 93% of the money on the Dodgers as well. So they're the, they're the well, they're not the biggest um, square play of the day. The squarest of the square, the big public, the Bittler special is... The Brewers. Oh, there's a ton of square action. That, that's how it, <laughs> Don't tell me out. about square action. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> there's so many of them today. <laughs> so Brian, what are your big five big? What are your big squares today? Like, what are the what are the places? Like, well, Rod, it's Rod's turn, and then we'll come back. Yeah, it's to Rod. We'll yeah. come back to this. This is fun. We could because it's we're at that time of the year in baseball where there's some just ridiculously square plays out there. So we should look at like what are the squarest plays on the board, the most public. Mm-hmm. So we'll take I'll take two of the square plays in this uh, in this time slot. <laughs> Speaking, uh, of square the Dodgers, <laughs> Speaking of square plays, I'll definitely take the Dodgers. On you got to rock. Line. You got to rock in your chair when you do that. Taking the oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> take the Dodgers <laughs> on the run line minus the one and a half. You can lay the minus one if you're if you're too scared to lay the minus one and a half. And then, and then, <laughs> But I like the minus one and a half. I'll take the Dodgers on the run line in that one. And the other one, I'll take the Astros on the run line in that one. McCullers Jr. on the road. He's 7-0. and He's just ripping it up. Last year, he was the total opposite. He stunk on the road. Yep. And uh, this year, he's just ripping it up on the road. One of the best he's, pitching he's... performances I've seen all year, even though it wasn't a no-hitter, was that game in Chicago against the White Sox on the road. It was unbelievable. I'd, yeah, so... I've never seen anything like that. I, I I take the Astros on that one. I, I think you can part. There's a nice little two team parlay. Take the Astros hey, run line, Dodgers run line. Be sure to smash the like button. Hit the thumbs up. So and the so. other one I like in this spot, I like the Rockies to win outright. Don't take the plus one and a half. Get off that training wheel. Pull the training wheel off your bike and start pedaling and go and take Gray. He's five and two. With a nice 2.74 ERA in day games. He loves pitching during the day. So uh, I'm going to take the Rockies here. Outright win. No, none of this plus one and a half. Get out of here. Take the Rockies to win the game. All right, let's look at what's the squarest plays on the board. Because I'm actually looking at these, and I see, and I know this sample. Who, who the heck even knows where this data comes from, right? But, <laughs> right. Because that's what I'll tell you. So I showed 97% of the bets. How about this one, Brian? 
97% of the bets, 99% of the money on the Brewers' run line against the Pirates. Yeah. Who the hell is pitching for the Pirates? I didn't even... I, I looked Dylan at that Peters. And... No, I mean, I love to bet against the public, so I would take a cracker crack with the Pirates. There's just other games out there that I like more than that, so I stay away. Nine, right, 97% of the bets... <laughs> This you gave this one out. Ninety-seven percent of the bets, ninety-nine percent of the money on the run line on the Boston Red Sox. Well, that is probably the only square one I really like today. I think the Boston Red Sox are going to continue to kick the crap out of the Baltimore Orioles. I'll know? tell you what: the Orioles win this one. This is one that you won't be able to sleep for a week because ninety-nine percent. Orioles, yeah. I like the Red Sox today, but if you look look at the Atlanta Braves run line, and you look at the Brewers, you know, going down the line. Oakland Astros, A's, Oakland A's, ninety seven percent of the bets, ninety five percent of the money. Yeah, Rangers do look enticing. I just, I just personally feel like the Colorado Rockies, New York Mets are. are or better for your money. I'll tell you who looks enticing to me is the Angels. I no comment on that one. Somebody might have a premium pick on it. When you look, if you go just purely by this, which I'd never do, but if you look at this, the Angels look to be the most intriguing on the board. It looked like that yesterday, and. I know. Well, I don't think. <laughs> Bit, well, as I said, Pillars eight percent. It was like, ooh, look, we're hanging in there, hanging in there, and then smack. <laughs> I don't think we've seen the best of Reed Detmers. No, we have not seen anywhere close to the best of Reed Detmers. He's a guy that's going to need a few starts. He doesn't have a lot of action out there, so he's got an inflated ERA, which you—it's just like a pitcher that starts at the yeah, beginning of the yeah. season. I mean, you see pitchers at the beginning of the season have twenty ERAs, you know, some of them. The, way I mean, the guy is. has a good minor league. We go back. What was McCullers Jr. on the road last year? How much his his ERA on the road last year was awful. <laughs> Be sure to hit the thumbs up. Strikeout to walks for Detmers is 106 strikeouts, to just 18 walks in the minors. So he he can pitch well. So we'll see what happens today. All right. Well, let's talk parlays. Rod, my parlay. We're going to go with the uh, Cardinals. On the money line, Twins on the money line, Rockies on the money line. Parlay those three up today. Ryan? Yep, I got a fade to square three-pack parlay. Take the Mets plus one and a half, Rockies plus one and a half, and Nationals plus one and a half. I got my training wheels on, but I'm going to take the run and half of all three of those. Parlay them up. I'm going to take the Braves minus 10. I like the... Uh... Braves minus 10. I like the Tampa Bay Rays and the hmm. I like the under in that Astros Angels game. So under in the Astros. Also minus 10? What's that? Does that? You can't actually. Take a minus. I thought minus four and a half was the most. Yeah, four and have. a half. I'll take the Braves minus four and a half. 
He's like, he's all done. Would, you can't take a minus 10. <laughs> no, yeah. Just hand me the money. There's no way. I'll, I'll throw the White Sox in there, too. I'll also, I'll also go with a... Boy. Kadarius Tony doesn't make the roster for opening day for the Giants. <laughs> Kicker. <laughs> Someone's taking action on it. If he doesn't make the roster, somebody should get fired. I think that it's... I honestly think that there's a character issue here. I mean, I... I can't even I can't speculate on there because um I can't speculate it here but I have an idea as to what the issue is here. Anyways. So that's our parlays. That's today's show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Remember, if you ever miss the show or you, or you don't have time to listen to it, you can always grab it on Spotify or iTunes or any of the other podcast networks out there. It's called Picks from the Doghouse. This is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. I'll be doing the pre- we'll be posting the premium show um, shortly after this. We're gonna, we haven't done it yet, but uh, we will. I promise. It's we're gonna have our own money line, and um, so someone's asking about where do you get your money stuff information. We're going to have that with we have a new um, we have a new whole new thing that we're gonna be introducing. We're revamping our websites. It's gonna be a, a several part process, but the next step we're calling it phase one. Very complicated name there. So phase one is going to be just adding stuff on to what we currently have just to get it out there. So we have it there for football season. And then it's going to be its own section on the site for different games, all the different, all different kind of tools and analysis and all kinds of really, really cool stuff. I'm not sure if the money action is going to be part of that or not. I don't think it is. Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on it. So it's kind of like, eh, it's expensive, but I don't care. You guys are worth it. If that's what you want. You guys really want it, I'll give it to you for free. You know, I'm not going to charge you like the other guys do. That's for damn sure. It's not my shtick. I know I'd like it. I know, but I see it on for free on other sites, and it's like I don't trust any of it, you know? No, I'd like it if you had it on. That would be nice. Well, we would put it right on the screen, you know? <laughs> We'd put ours from the website. We'd do screen shares with it. That's the type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like, see, the White Sox are very square today. Well, we're gonna, right well, when Rod's reading off these trends, we're going to show all the trends on the screen from our website because we're going like to have 10,000 right of them for every game. We're going to have 10,000 trends for every game. You guys are going to be able to narrow it down by what exactly type of trends you're looking for. Pick them out and have it spit them all out for you. Very cool stuff. You guys are going to love Jay, it. Jay Happ had pancakes for breakfast. And that's his favorite. He's eight and zero when he has pancakes for breakfast. I like chocolate chip pancakes. <laughs> I like blueberry. I like blueberry. Yeah, I love blueberry. Chocolate pancakes. chip waffles with cookie dough ice cream, double ice cream. You're a sugar guy, aren't you? You're just like you. You, you, you like sugar, Ooh, candy, and butter, and butter. <laughs> <laughs> why stop? Why stop at sugar? Well, I sugar. <laughs> sugar and butter are the first two ingredients on the list. I like it. Anyways, this is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. Let's make it a winning day.